Support for this podcast comes from CLR Clear. Fight back against annoying household messes with CLR Clear. CLR Clear is tough on dirt and grime all around your home, and we're not just talking about calcium, lime, and rust. They have an entire lineup of cleaning products for your kitchen, bathroom, garage, and more. Visit clrbrands.com to learn more. CLR Clear, fight the clean fight. Eileen Fisher designs simple clothes to make your life easier. Timeless pieces in high-quality materials that are responsibly sourced for less impact on the environment and more positive impact in the world. Visit EileenFisher.com and use offer code GIRLFRIEND to receive $25 off your $100 purchase. That's EileenFisher.com, offer code GIRLFRIEND for $25 off. Welcome to Call Your Girlfriend, a podcast for long-distance besties everywhere. I'm Ann Friedman. And I'm Amina Tussauds. This week on Call Your Girlfriend, we discuss Clinton conspiracy theories, Ivanka's dad, just general grossness. We do a creep update and uh, check in with our girl, Ariana Huffington, and uh, just generally a brilliant period idea. Hello from Palm Springs. Hey, we're in the same room. I know. We've like we've been in the same rooms a lot lately. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I'm complaining. I know. I was like, you say that like it's a bad thing. No, I say that like uh it's you know, it's not that we're not in the same rooms a lot. I think we've been recording the podcast from the same room a lot. That's it's true. Uh, that's the clarification. It's true. Twenty sixteen has been a strong year for recording IRL. <laughs> What are you drinking? I am drinking a Modelo Especial Tallboy. I'm so happy right now. I am shocked by the lack of lime slice. Like if I were drinking a Modelo Tallboy right now, I would have a lime slice. No, I'm ready to just mainline this. (laughs) (laughs) No need for dressing my beer. We're in Palm Springs for fun times I, I like that this is that this is a destination this family always takes somehow. listen it's conveniently located it's not that far away and it's like built for relaxation i know we're in a very great airbnb hmm. what are we talking about today well i have a right-wing hillary conspiracy theory that i'm dying to chat to you about tell me tell me everything just one theory i mean listen there as with all anti-hillary conspiracy theories they are like interlocking like she and huma are lesbians meets all of the shit about her and bill in the past meets like it's like a mashup. hit me hit me hit me but, but anyway the headline is that hillary is weak and ill and like does not have the stamina <laughs> and the most hilarious right wing post that I saw to this effect featured like really bad photoshopped arrows pointing at the various pillows sitting on the back of her chairs where she does interviews as if to say that she's so weak she needs to be propped up by pillows. This is amazing. I'm okay with people being of like any conservative flavor they want to be, but I think that it should be acknowledged that people of the right flavor, like I mean on the right side of the <laughs> spectrum, aka conservatives, notoriously bad at the internet and technology tools. These memes are like killing me because the photoshops are so bad. Oh my god, they're so bad. I'm like, bad. they're so bad. Or they like make memes in the meme generator and uh, they're not subtle enough. Like the one the one that I showed you earlier that was like a 
Huma is like arranging papers for like some congressional inquiry for Hillary. And then the caption was, uh, I'm not Hillary's aide. The Muslim Brotherhood planted me here. (laughs) That's not not how memes work. But thank you for doing that. Right. So I love the like all of these intersecting memes like Hillary is really tired and like Huma is actually taking over on behalf of the Muslim Brotherhood because Hillary does not have like the health or stamina. The longest con. So if we like summarize it, it's. Hillary is dying. Huma is not her aide, is her nurse slash lesbian lover slash was planted here. Slash, yeah, infiltrator. Infiltrator. (laughs) And also, like, the other thing that is really funny about this is that they keep pointing to a fictitious colostomy bag that Hillary Clinton is wearing. And I don't know how to tell you this. The number one category of jokes for me is colostomy bag jokes. Also, isn't it just like a clutch? I mean, yeah, but I just like where, like, where are they getting it? Where, what is that tweet that I read to you? It was like so good. Let me try to find it. There's also a Drudge Report headline that was like, Hillary needs help walking up the stairs. <laughs> like, I can't even. Also, I have to say that, like, just in terms of, I don't know, we're on like a little bit of a retreat and thinking a lot about self care. And it's like, if any human being were not exhausted by like what it takes to run for president slash be Hillary Clinton, like you're you're lying. Like there is just not possible to go through what I'm sure her schedule looks like and not be exhausted. Here it is. The account is Hillary is a liar at bye bye Obama one. <laughs> First problem. Second problem, this tweet is amazing. How can at Hillary Clinton live with herself? Compulsive liar. Colostomy bag drippings on her pants. Cheating husband? Question mark. (laughs) Question mark indeed. (laughs) I know, so many question marks. You know, the thing about this that's like, it's funny to me, but at the same time, like, I realize that, like, with a certain kind of voter, this kind of shit works, you know? And clearly, that certain kind of voter does not vote the same way that I do. Trump really, remember when how he kept saying that, like, Jeb was low energy and like that's how he got him out the Okay, paint. low energy is a kind of a good insult though. Like I mean <laughs> I like know. I mean it's like- But he's doing the same thing with Hillary. He's like she's exhausted. I think it's funny but at the same time it's like people really believe that. <laughs> okay, here's a question for you. If you were to have a ridiculous right-wing slander directed at you, what what would you like it to be? <laughs> wow. You know, if low energy is already taken by Jeb <laughs> exclamation point Jeb what do I, I know? Want? That's why he needed that exclamation point. Listen, colostomy <laughs> bag drippings on my pants. I want that. <laughs> <I'll clean it. laughs> this is my problem with like Ivanka's dad and like his entire elk, right? Is that they do these things and then they don't own them. If he came out, you know, like on TV and he was like, this lady is exhausted. She's lying about her medical report, which they have made up like fake medical reports. Like oh, Hillary Clinton's totally. doctor had to come out and be like, no, she's like strong like an ox. Hillary's medical report is the new Obama birth certificate. I know. <laughs> Claiming that like Hillary Clinton doesn't have stamina for any kind of race is the most ridiculous thing in the world. But the shit works, right? You also mentioned the potential voters who these things are aimed at. And I was just trying to picture the person who is like really on the fence between Ivanka's dad and Hillary and like goes into the voting booth and is like about to cast a vote and is like well you know what she seems really tired I'm gonna go with the other guy like what like <laughs> not also, compelling like, exactly right but also like <laughs> let's bring this back to Ivanka's dad himself please the worst weave in the west oh like God. if anybody looks tired and like they're faking shit and they're probably gonna die tomorrow 
is like the man that's like always eating KFC on his plane. I cannot believe you have made this this far. Seriously. In life with like your diet and how like disgustingly look like he does not look healthy. He probably travels with a surgeon prepared to give him bypass surgery like at, at campaign stops. Oh my God. That's the that's the uh, rumor we should start. We're like Trump is dying. <laughs> you, you know who travels on his plane, right? Oh my God. Yeah. There's a surgeon. There's a nurse. Ivanka like, you know, is so involved because she might have to step in power of attorney style. He's like, been losing his hair since he was seven years old. Mm. Have you seen the sculptures of Trump that have appeared? I, I have some feelings about this. And, okay, explain to the people what the sculptures are. I, I want to throw... It's like, I can't believe we talked about colostomy bags and I was down. And then the minute you bring up like Trump's body, I want to die. So there's this artist named Joshua Monroe who has made five different sculptures... I would say life-size sculptures, but they're a little bit exaggerated, of Ivanka's dad, nude, with certain features exaggerated and certain features perhaps underplayed. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I'm using my imagination and I want to die. Please just tell me. (laughs) I mean, they they have like, well, so it's interesting because I think they're kind of fat phobic. They're like, they've exaggerated like his stomach and like, he's Mm -hmm. like sort of paunch. Yeah, exactly. Which is like, I don't know what, I don't know what Ivanka's dad looks like naked. Thank God. But like, it seems like maybe, maybe I know, I know Gina is cowering in horror right now. (laughs) When Um, we get Melania on the show, we can ask her. Totally. We can be like, Melania does his physique match the sculpture. But you know what? Plot twist. Melania's probably also never seen his body. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Oh my we're, God. We're just in the business of rumors this week. I know. This, this episode is 100% rumor monger. <laughs> but anyway. I'm tired of rumors. <laughs> so these sculptures feature very large stomachs, which I would say are probably exaggerated. Although, again, I don't have all the information. And a very underplayed set of genitalia. Again, do not have the personal information about what trump's nether regions look like i know it's terrifying they're a little like i think that there are a lot of good reasons to shame ivanka's dad but like having a big belly is like not one of them (laughs) yeah no the other bonkers thing about these sculptures is that the artist says he was originally a supporter of ivanka's dad and is like a late-breaking hillary convert i know do you know what it was that changed it for him that hillary was like she didn't look tired or something yeah he was like she seems so energetic and that's what won me over it's totally voters are such like bullshit it's just like just go do your civic duty and stop pretending that you care about this stuff we lived in polarized politics like nobody is choosing between hillary and trump like grow up yeah that's the thing right it's like i think that this i'm i'm suspicious that this artist is just like making that part of his story retroactively when in fact he wanted to make a cartoonish and garish ivanka's dad sculpture yeah i'm like not down for fat phobia at all i just want to clarify that but i do believe that calling donald trump names about his body will probably ruin his day (laughs) it's hard because i i think that i'm largely reacting to a lot of the articles covering the sculptures have photos of people like standing near them yeah and it's like there's something about watching people like kind of like mock and it doesn't it's for some reason like a mock a realistic body yeah exactly no i yeah that i'm just like i i like 100 agree with that yeah i just like i just hate this man so much and it's also like so juvenile that like that's still you know like 
it's like insulting somebody by like talking about a thing in their body that they don't have control of is so ridiculous. Totally. I feel like that is actually the left wing flip side of like the right wing. You have no stamina. It's like, yeah. you know, like this, it's an equally bullshit reason to dislike someone. Totally. Yeah. But the thing with Trump too, is that like, he's so childish and petty. It's like, he's not as handsome as he thinks he is. Oh. Uh, I'm like, you have money. That's why beautiful models from Estonia marry you. It's not for your physique or your ideas. Like, let's get that right. He doesn't have as much money as he says he does. If he did, we would have seen those tax returns a long time ago. Um, he's just like, he doesn't have the range. So it's all ego. <laughs> yeah, it's just all ego. You are running for an office where like, you can't be private about this stuff. The tax return stuff, I'm like, I am really baffled by How the have we gone that, like, this long? That we've gone this long and it's not. Probably us and Donald Trump make the ex- exact same amount of money. That is, I'm like putting this out there. That is terrifying. You mean in terms of like take home? Yeah, like, no, in yeah, terms yeah, of yeah, take yeah. home. It's like one, he works in real estate where you can notoriously not claim like so much a shit because right. it's like an investment. But also there's this like amazing article. I think it was in the Washington Post about like some very special tax deduction that he got that only families that make under $250,000 get, you know? And it was... <sighs> And it's like, if you got audited and they changed that, I would be curious to hear. But I'm like, that man, that man has a chase sapphire like the rest of us. Like, I just don't believe it. <laughs> Donald Trump has never been audited. He's never, he's such a liar. That's what, his reason for not releasing his tax returns right now is that he's being audited. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, he's like, so I can't talk about it. And then there's that. And then there's the charity stuff that is like one. Oh like, God, that is so shady. He is the most like ungenerous, no money having like asshole did you read the article about i think it was a new york times article about all of his claims of donating money directly out of his own pocket to celebrity apprentice yeah like contestants where he was like i will personally write a ten thousand dollar check and the times followed up with every time he made that claim and sometimes the show paid people lots of times no one paid people yeah 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 it's like this washington post reporter has been on him about the charity stuff like literally went through a list of every plausible chair because he keeps saying that he gives money to veterans and i'm like show me the receipts and called like every single organization and could not account for like ten thousand he gives money to veterans of new york city real estate himself (laughs) yeah (laughs) he just doesn't have money he is not good and somehow people are still like this guy it's frustrating the the facts are damning enough when it comes to Ivanka's dad it's like I could fantasize all day about the ridiculous rumors we could start but none of them would be as bad as the, as the actual truth <laughs> yeah you know but there's also something so like man this is the state of sexism right is that we have this overqualified woman running for president no matter how you feel about her it's oh, like totally. she, you know what I mean like she has the range she mm-hmm. can do the job She's running literally against the biggest doofus the other <laughs> side could field. And that's still supposed to be a competition. Which woman cannot identify with that? <laughs> it's true, right? And it's like, in some ways, I'm like, this makes it so one for the history books, right? Like, we will tell, like, women who are decades younger than us someday, be like, listen, not only did we not have a woman president until... <laughs> until God willing, 2017. She had to compete against a sentient Cheeto. Exactly. That's what happened. Exactly. She had to compete against a human poop emoji. <laughs> and it was a close race. <laughs> like that's, that's how far we've made it, little girl. Uh, or, yeah. or alternatively, that's why we live in Canada, little girl. <laughs> uh, 
that's how our family moved uh, north. Yeah, that's why our family lives in Canada now. Um, because Justin Trudeau would have us. Talk about caricatures. I'm like, also cannot be true, but I'm so amused by. Wait, who? Justin Trudeau? Can't all be true. 100% scam artist. I know. This oh, is what I'm my saying. God. I'm, like, please, I'm glad we're on the same page about this. Oh, yeah. I'm like, if there I'm, are any Canadians listening to this, your prime minister is a scam artist. You know, you know it, and I know it. I feel about Justin Trudeau the way I feel about extraterrestrial life, which is I want to believe, but ultimately I don't really. <laughs> oh, my God. Here's the deal with Justin Trudeau. Why is he doing paid media in our country? Listen. I was like, I don't, I was like, that's the first damning fact. Like, you don't go here. Global charm tour. Global like, charm tour. You don't go here. Focus on your own shit. Like, the man is never wearing a shirt when there's a camera around. Never. Yeah. The, and, and I feel Rescuing like, people in the subway. Like, no. no like, meeting it. up with, like, families in the woods. <laughs> All the trademarks of a serial killer. I'm oh telling you. I feel Another like- CYG rumor. <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> it's true. Too good to be true. Sophie Trudeau, so real. Remember that time she sang and she, like everything was off key? I'm like, this is a real human. <laughs> I believe this. The realest thing about him is Sophie. Oh my God. And then he's doing the yoga. And I want to like believe though. You know, turbans. I want to believe. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. It's like him but and But do you that. want to? Do you understand? No, I don't want to. And you know the you know the best thing is that like I grew up with Justin Trudeau posters in my room. Um, he was like number one like crush. Like... Wait, okay. Middle, international kids. You but know how we are. Please tell me that you are, literally did not grow up with posters in your room. No, 100%. Please describe the poster. He was just like looked handsome in a suit. I feel like the only person that knows this about me really is my college roommate, Brittany, <laughs> who like understands the depths to which like my personal version of teen beat was like all like European royalty <laughs> and uh, and then like random like Canadian prime minister sons. The first time I went to Whistler, I went because I was like, Justin Trudeau works here. <laughs> oh my God. Wait. So, okay. Is it just like a poster of him? Like a, like a media shot? Yeah. It's like it a like, media okay. shot. It was like a picture picture, like blown up. Okay. It was just like bad news. Yeah. You know, so it's like, I've been very aware of him. His mom is like, number one favorite tabloid political wife for life love her but now i'm just like justin what like why are you doing paid media here i don't need to see you in all this i don't need to see you here wow and so it's really funny i was when you said that he was the person on a suit on your wall i definitely had a johnny mnemonic poster featuring ah! Keanu Reeves. <laughs> <laughs> genuine reaction <laughs> genuine reaction and let me tell you i do feel that keanu reeves as celebrity crush has aged well like i feel if like, you say so okay okay not like in a literal like like he physically has aged well but in a like okay like heartthrob role in a nancy myers movie check like check. no for real check. donating lots of money to charity and being good like to the people who work on set with you check <laughs> like part of a meme that you are totally blameless and like you know yeah. like emerged with a better reputation for check i was into like weird princess and then david beckham like that oh my god okay that is the shameful that is like the shameful david secret it's not shameful he still looks great oh my I god are you please, kidding i am owning my david beckham Ugh. crush i mean 100 loved him then, I, love him now call me david i would um, kick david beckham out of bed what <laughs> <laughs> Wait, based on the squeaky voice or based like on appearance? A lot of I mean, like, what? I, and nobody kicks a corner kick like David Beckham. What are you talking about? Okay, first of all, you know I don't care about football. Um, I'm so glad you called it football. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, but I don't care. <laughs> 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 so, 
second so much of all, attitude. the voice is a little weird. Wow. You know, as women who do podcasts, we talk all day about people talking about how we can't control what comes out of our voice boxes. I think that it is very sexist of you to hold this against David Listen, Beckham. Listen, I'm not writing David Beckham emails asking <laughs> him to change his way of speaking. I am telling you about my personal feelings about whether I would let him stay in my bed. Dude, would not <laughs> kick David Beckham out of bed <laughs> at all. Like, David Beckham is a hot flames. Emoji mm. flames. I mean, also, he's like mainstream flames. What? <laughs> Listen, I don't lust over David Beckham because I have so much respect for Victoria Beckham. Oh, wait, you know? so, so you, 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 you curb your lust out of I respect for Victoria? I curb my lust out, yeah. I was like, you know, <laughs> these two are going to make it, and I support everything that they're building here. Um, I don't know. Ask me how I feel about the children. I know. I was story. just about to say, do you also endorse the photographer's son? Mm, that one is like a victim of nepotism. I'm really into the daughter. Far. I'm really into okay. the daughter. The daughter is super cute. Ugh, man, it's like if you had told me at the height of Spice Girl era that I would be rooting for Posh one day, mm. I would have never believed you. She was my dead last favorite. And then, you know, her post-Spice Girl's life, I'm just like, you, you have everything I want. Wow. Minus the children. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, David Beckham is flaming. You mean like David Beckham in a clothing line? Is that what you David mean? David Beckham is so... I can't even believe we're debating this. Listen, if we all had the same taste, like this world would not function. I know, but this is one of those things where I'm like, I want to share my lust with you. Like this is one of those... Like some people, you're just like, mm, I'm really into this person because, you know, nobody else is or whatever. I know how you all kids sure, do. I'm sure there is someone who is like mainstream hot, very like universally thought of as sexy, who you are not attracted to. I'm positive. Like who? Like who? I don't know. Hit like me. Who do you think is mainstream hot okay, okay. that you Let, are into? Let's do it on People Magazine grounds. George Clooney. He is very handsome. Mm. I'm not attracted to him. <laughs> <laughs> he's handsome sure that's like unimpeachable facts see listen i did not ask you who do you think is very handsome i was like who would you be like yeah get in my bed not george clooney yes exactly perfect example then Ugh. fine Anne. david beckham is flames gotcha journalism <laughs> gotcha <laughs> fucking gotcha journalism that one was too easy listen if he's if he's not in my bed he is, can get into yours so uh, this is yeah, keep him keep him keep him <laughs> Every generation has its challenges. Some would say that's the reason for its progress. It might start with a small act of kindness or a big idea that changes everything. It can come from the tiniest voice or the voice of a generation. Or it could come from me. I mean, not to. I am one of six change-making women featured in Eileen Fisher's Good Goes On campaign this spring. The campaign highlights women empowering women, the importance of sustainability, and the power of good design. Eileen started in 1984 with the idea that simple clothes can make life easier. And after spending a day on set wearing a super comfortable ultra chic jumpsuit, I think she's really on to something. As a company, Eileen Fisher believes doing well by doing good, and that's reflected in the way their clothes are made. Timeless styles and quality materials that are responsibly sourced for less impact on the environment and a more positive impact on the world. It was a real honor to be featured in this campaign and meet the other women making a difference in their community. I've been a longtime Eileen Fisher fan, so this was a dream come true for me. You can visit EileenFisher.com and use the offer code GIRLFRIEND to receive $25 off of your $100 purchase. That's EileenFisher.com, offer code GIRLFRIEND for $25 off. Woo! Ooh, 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 ooh. 
What else is going on in the news? Many creeps in the news recently. Oh my god, it's been a real week. Couple of weeks for creep news. I know, actually. a couple of millennia for creeps. <laughs> you know, but they're just creeps like they're having a millennium. Oh my god, <laughs> creeps been having a millennium. You know, like forever creep Johnny Depp. Mm. Um, finally, like divorced from Amber Heard, mm-hmm. and uh, she gave away her entire seven million dollar settlement. Good for her. Awesome because she was painted as like a gold digger throughout that entire process where she like hooked up with this older, more successful man. Like that's what they're trying to tell you. And it's like, no, this guy's been a drunk and an asshole and a degenerate his entire life. He's been making these like bad pirate movies for the last decade, like phoning it in just like a piece of shit behavior. And somehow she is the one that's like aspirationally like like johnny depp so it's gonna get your career started fuck that shit it's true one of our listeners tweeted at us about this that even though it's definitely well known that he you know was abusive toward her and that you know they reached the settlement and there's all this testimony to that fact he is not really like abuser is not like yeah, the he's first not word attached to his suffer. name. You know, there's an article about him in the Guardian, like from not that long ago, and the headline is an unruly misfit who has a troubled relationship with fame. Like not like a troubled relationship with women who he abuses. Like <laughs> I'm like cracking my neck, just ready to go into this. Um, I know. You know, it's the kind of thing where like Hollywood specifically has this like entire narrative around the bad boy. And Johnny Depp is like classic bad boy right. behavior. But, but the bad boy behavior like is never, it's always some lovable scamp shit. Like it's never like bad boy behavior where like people have serious fallout and like abuse. And, no, like, yeah. I mean, completely agreed, right? Like he's a bad boy and like abuse falls under his bad boy behavior and he's not going to professionally suffer for it because guess what? Like society has decided that like Amber Heard also is not a perfect victim, you know, which mm-hmm. is complete garbage. Well, it is true. There are no perfect victims, but yeah. Yeah, Yeah. you know, but in Mm -hmm. the sense where, like, you were not innocent, you were dating an older man, like, you were complicit in all of this, and you're probably a gold digger, and you hear all the things that you wanted, and nobody, like, stands up to say, hey, your husband hit you. That's wrong. Like, there's just no, like, that's where that conversation ends. There's no justification for that. You know, in Hollywood, like, there's mouthy women, and there's bad boys, and somehow, like, bad boys keep getting rewarded, and the mouthy women, like, careers fall off. Right. Also, like, family-friendly Disney, which is, like, so invested in his career. Oh, to be a fly on the wall of your meetings where you decide that you actually don't give a shit about this, and that you're still gonna make all your pirates money. Cool story. Outside of, like, uh, Amber Heard being, like, a person that was, like, on, you know, she's a who. Who's I mean, on, like, Magic Daily Mike, Mail. important. No, you know, but, like, <laughs> Daily Mail who to me. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, I'm, like, I'm not familiar with her catalog of work, and I knew her mostly as, like, Johnny Depp's, like, wife person, you know, because they, uh, they had the dog quarantine issue. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, yes, important. Ending. important. Please, please Google this for yourself. <laughs> but, you know, one thing about, like, her story that kind of gave me a little bit of hope is that... She's like one of the first public Hollywood women who's like, I'm not going to stand for this shit. It's probably generational. People of Johnny Depp's generation, when they get into this kind of stuff, there's lawyers, there's a settlement. Everybody's very quiet about it. it. You bury it. And then, you know, it's like the millennial woman is like, oh, hell no. You know, we have Twitter (laughs) now. (laughs) Exactly. Like she's like, we have Twitter. Even the way I think that she has like carried herself through this ordeal has been like really graceful and really just like, honestly, is like badass because in her industry, like women don't speak out enough about this stuff. Totally. She like called out her abuser. She like got money for it. She's like, fuck you. Like never back down. And I think that there's something about that that is like really commendable and admirable, even though 
though I hate that she is going through it, but the way that she has made it like such a public story, mm-hmm. I think is one of like, you know, I'm like, maybe older men stop marrying younger women and abusing them because they're going to put your shit on the summer jam screen like every single time. Every generation, like we get less patient for this stuff. Yeah, I hope that's true. And I also think that one thing that I was really interested in about her donation is that definitely because of that gold digger narrative about why she had been interested in him. And then also like part of his defense was, oh, like I didn't abuse her. She's just after my money. Like that was one of the things that he came out with right after she went public for her to donate all that money. In some ways, I'm like, you didn't have to do that. Like you could keep, you could keep like a million dollars for yourself or something, but like donating it all is definitely a statement of like, oh, actually this wasn't about your money. I don't know. I'm into it. (laughs) I know. And I really like it makes me want to support her in every move that she makes in her career now because it will be hard for her to get work. She is somebody who has been public about something that she's not happy about. And you know how they do in L.A. You have to be happy and smile and just take it. So Amber Heard, please choose good projects. (laughs) Oh, my God. More magic mics. More magic mics. Go Amber. Who's another problematic person in the news? I mean... Nate Parker, headline, headline problematic. Headline problematic. So if you don't know, Nate Parker is an actor and director. director. He was in that fantastic movie, Beyond the Lights, which if you haven't seen, is like kind of great. Um, features prominent Rita Ora lyrics. Was on Netflix for a long time. I don't know if it yeah, still is. Yeah, probably still is. Yeah. Like, it's like a Rita Ora original soundtrack. Oh it's my so, God. It's so great. But, you know, actually now we're going to get into it. It's like, can you watch work that Nate Parker has done? But is also the director of this movie about Nat Turner's Slave Rebellion that was the highest, the, the movie that's like the most successful sold movie at Sundance. So like kind of a big deal. Coming out imminently. Oscar buzz. Mm-hmm. The full works. Like if you don't know him, like you will know him. He is somebody who's in the news for an old rape charge from when he was in college turns out he was a wrestler at penn state problematic school (laughs) Uh, should not laugh at that but like it's true true. it's like it's like do you want to do the rundown of the sex scandals that have come out of penn state what what major university in america is not problematic like that's a thing like like, penn state i know i know i know listen like a serious history of notorious school on this front yeah Yeah. it's like you know colleges are bad but like penn state is extra bad google (laughs) it um or watch happy valley very hard documentary watch Yeah, so it's like when he was in college, him and his friend who was also an athlete, athlete, they were charged with stalking and raping a woman on their campus. And Nate Parker was not convicted. His friend was. And then that conviction got overturned, went to jail for a little bit, conviction overturned. The Women's Law Center at Penn State definitely sued the university over the case because it was part of their legacy of covering up bad things that their athletes did. And fast forward, Nate Parker is this great director, sells this movie. His friend that was (laughs) charged and convicted of this crime with him is his writing partner and has a writing credit in this movie. Yeah, like very much like modern relevant to the story. It's not like this is decades I know. And in in another like tragic turn, um, it turns out that the young woman in question had like um, committed suicide. um, Several years after the fact. Several years after the fact. And so all of this is in the news because, you know, like PR people got to do PR and Nate Parker is probably going to be on the Oscar circuit and they need to figure out like how toxic he is and whether he can make appearances at things and whether people will go see his movie or not. This whole case is really tough because... 
we do not have a healthy way or even like clear vocabulary for talking about sexual assault and rape in general. Right. And what it means to be someone who, who is accused, you know, and not convicted and not convicted. Right. But with a lot of damning detail surrounding that. Right. Yeah. Like, because yeah. one of the main reasons that the judge in the case, like did not convict him is because he had had a prior sexual relationship, like consensual right. relationship with that woman. And, I'm sorry. That's not grounds for never being a rape victim right. ever again. This but case that- is from a different era of like campus sexual assault vocabulary, politics, policies, everything. Yeah. And, you know, and so it's like that's really hard to talk about. And we don't have like a good way to, to discuss this. Then there is the question of like, can you support work from artists who are who are problematic people. Well, and, and so, yeah. And everybody falls differently on that spectrum. But it's also an interesting question because it's like, that basically means 90% of work created by men, like ever. I mean, I don't know. Well, no, like, you know, 100%. But the thing is that like, you acknowledge that, but I think that for a lot of people, they need the People Magazine headline. Mm. That's the start of the conversation. Mm-hmm. Whereas like, I'm like, please, all of these men have something in their closet. Right. Like, like, have you ever listened to Led Zeppelin? Sorry. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, it's over already for you. Totally. Like, like yeah. David Bowie. Totally. I mean, yeah. All of that is there. And there's not like hard and fast rules about this stuff. And as a society, like we've changed. Like I was telling you about rewatching 16 Candles oh, and how God. 16 Candles, like hella problematic movie. Oh my God. It's terrible. Like when, as soon as you said that to me, I could, I could basically like, I have the movie memorized. I saw it so much as a teenager and like a preteen. Yeah, I could date rape, back to you. racism. Oh my God. Just like, so, you know, like very just awful things. I think I feel differently about a lot of those things now than I did then. Not mm-hmm. to say that I like condone any of them, but even as a society, like the way that we talk about like sexual assault is like forever evolving and changing. Well, and that, that it's interesting to think about that a little bit more too, because I'm like, you know, the open racism and the sort of the total comfort with the idea of date rape that's on display in like 16 candles and and other eighties movies. Right. I was not a teenager in the eighties, but it doesn't seem outside the realm of possibility that like, yeah, like two white girls at a wealthy suburban high school would make a racist joke to each other, you know, and then the question sort of becomes, it, it seems different to me when you're talking about behavior of a person who is like, who is an artist who you're thinking yeah. about supporting them, their work versus work that is reflective of the time. I mean, this is sort of a version of the conversation about use of the N word in like Mark Twain or something like that. Right. Like, you know, the argument is always, this is how people would have talked then. Or like, this like are is you talking how- about the movie easy a, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> um, but seriously, I think that there's a different, the, the yeah, issue. No, of, I like, mean, I, I agree. Yeah. But yeah, it's like different when it is behavior of a person. I think I feel differently as well when it's about giving money or positive attention in real time to like an artist versus posthumously oh, like yeah or there there is something about like okay i listened to some david bowie on spotify <laughs> like that feels somehow different to me than i buy a movie ticket to a johnny depp movie right now and i'm not saying that i don't know if that's justifiable to feel differently about those two acts but they feel differently to me i mean i don't have hard and fast rules about this i think that it's just important to recognize that we also justify different things oh, yeah. to ourselves in ways that are our personal experience with them. Like in the sense that like some sins will tend to feel graver to you on a personal basis, just based on whether you've experienced them yourself or whether you know somebody it's like thinking about like, uh, 
what's his name mr annie hall woody, uh, allen. woody allen like versus johnny depp woody allen's crimes to me feel so much more personal mm-hmm. than johnny depp and that's the thing that i i want to be cognizant of but at the same time it's like art that is made by piece of shit people is made by piece of shit people and i don't think that it is necessarily a reflection of the art itself but I think that in this Nate Parker case specifically, like for me, it's so different because I I saw the movie before I learned about this. In fact, the woman who told me about these like allegations was right after the movie screening. Oh, it's wow. like, you know, so it's like I see this movie and I'm like, this movie's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Like it's pretty good. It's going to show like a slice of African-American history to people that like don't know it even though I have my own conflicted feelings about Nat Turner specifically and watching movies about slavery and how for a black artist, it's one of the only ways to be recognized for your artistry is by showing your pain. Like I, you know, like that's the thing that's hard for me to engage in. So there's like that. I will not go to the theater to see that movie and would not like support any of my friends in doing that. The way that he has handled this, because Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, like, I'm not a judge. I'm not a jury. I like, that's not the standard that we're using here. But the way that he has handled talking about this to me has like added fuel to the fire Mm -hmm. in the sense that if you read the interviews that he's done, he's making it all about himself and his own pain, you know, and how he's like unjustly accused, but also using the women in his life as a cover for like why he cannot be an abuser. You know, he's like, I have a mother and I have a wife and I have no one with a mother has ever abused a woman. Right. Like, and I have four daughters and I'm like, that makes me very uncomfortable. And like men do this Mm -hmm. a lot where they will hide behind the women in their lives to claim like virtuous character. He is, in a tough position, you know, of explaining who he is. But at the same time, like, you have an entire fucking PR machine behind you. You have had years to prepare for this moment, and your answers are not satisfactory to me. Yeah, so we won't be seeing that. <laughs> um, read a book about Nat Turner. Very important. Lots of books about Nat Turner out there. <laughs> That's right. Yep. He's a creep. Yeah, don't keep it on the down low. Everybody else should know. He's a creep, yeah, the world's gonna know what I know, his creepiness has got to go, we used to have regular creep check-ins on the show who are other creeps we're checking i mean personal point of view there's like an ariana huffington creep slash like maybe evil woman check-in oh my god tell me about ariana huffington what's going on well she sold out in the best way in the everyone's ultimate dream for their did she get verizon money or which one of the big people bought her oh my god good question i don't even know Ariana is leaving the Huffington Post, which good job she named after herself. Want to see more women naming like the media. Freedmen Post, Listen. the So Post. So Post is catchy. So Post is good. Yeah. Catch me on the internet. I'm going to like Freedman Post needs some workshopping. But anyway, <laughs> she yeah. So basically she moved on and she's going to be running a company called Thrive based on her latest endeavor, which is telling overworked people that problems in their lives are not really related to economic pressure to work lots of hours for really low wages, but the fact that they really just need to sleep more or like get a nap pod slash like kind of joining in general self-care, the lucrative self-care business, which I have to say, good for you. Nice move, Ariana. No shade to like a lot of the great reporters who work for your company and... (laughs) I feel like there is something about that makes me as 
someone who makes my living mostly writing words on the internet be like mm, if ariana isn't in this game anymore maybe there is like really no money to be made in it and we should all be worried we should all be like like looking to become self-help gurus money's in the sleep game <laughs> so much money in the sleep game see y'all on the other side <laughs> do you like office massages and nap pods game seriously What's our personal menstruation vibe? <laughs> oh my god, we were having a conversation earlier today related to menstruation that the real, like, we know period advertising has arrived, not when, like, thinks are putting, like, sexy fruit images on ads in the subway and, like, not when, like, period ads are using red colored liquid instead of blue, but when but when an advertiser says, like, for your chunky days. I know, right? It's <laughs> like, I really, I'm, like, dying for the period underwear ad that will just, like, feature, like, period chunk and gunk. Totally. Like a must for gushing days. Oh my God. Maybe that'll be the name of our period underwear. Gushers. Gushers. <laughs> I mean, that's like a 90s fruit snack. I'm not I sure know. we can really. Oh, we can. If we don't put an E in there, Gushers. Red Chunky is a candy bar. It would, it would all be named after. Chunkies like... and Gushers. Oh my God. That'll, like It's like instead of the uh, day of the week underwear, it'll be like the day of your period underwear. Oh my like, God. What's that's... your vibe? Sorry, that is fucking genius. <laughs> hey, thanks. We periodically have good ideas over here. No, but like, um, right? It's like. This is uh this is for the heavy flow days. This is for the chunky flow days. This is for those days when it's like really dark and kind of rusty, and you're like, "Who's been in there?" A while? The, yeah, the brown days where <laughs> yeah, you're like, brown days. "You're yeah. like, what is this?" Yeah, I'm still struck by that column. I think it was a column, or maybe in an article that Rebecca Traister wrote like a while back, where she talked about like the reason that like women we understand the mechanics of abortion and oh yeah, just like all these things is because grossest shit comes out of our body all the time, constantly constantly man i'm obsessed with days of your cycle underwear i'm obsessed i know i would never the light ones would never apply to me (laughs) (laughs) but you know like what if you could make your own pack right like if you were like listen i usually have like one weird rust day three chunky days a light and a you know what i mean or whatever exactly you you know or the like in between the like weird like in between bleeding that you get sometimes and you're just like what is this? You know it's not going to ruin your favorite pair of pants, but you definitely need protection. It's definitely like, white with like red splotches on yeah, it. The spotting definitely. day. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Okay, let's workshop this more. Oh my God. This is why you go away on a retreat. You come up with these brilliant ideas. Or have you been... Is this like a pre-existing idea you've just been sitting on? <laughs> no, it just okay. came up with it on oh the my spot. God. Yes. Okay, so this is why. Like we would be billionaires if we did this once a month. Yeah, we legit billionaires. Legit. In the shout out economy, we're billionaires. So we'll take that. <laughs> you can find us many places on the internet on our website callyourgirlfriend.com you can download this podcast anywhere you like to listen to podcasts especially itunes where we would love it if you left us a review you can tweet at us at callyrgf email us at callyrgf at gmail.com or find us on Facebook or Instagram, same handle. You can even leave us a short and sweet voicemail at 714-681-2943. That's 714-681-CYGF. This podcast is produced by Gina Delvac. Shout out to the city of Palm Springs. <laughs> Thanks, Palm Springs, for keeping it so warm and cozy. Um, see you on the internet, boo. See you on the internet. <laughs>